0: I know it's true, but I'll ask the question anyway. Have you ever experienced a time in your life, an event in your life, where at the time you thought it was entirely negative, but it turned out, looking back on it, it was something that was good for you, that there were good effects from it? Of course, you could say, well, I could only see that as I look back, you know, in the rearview mirror, right? But what if? What if you could go back to yourself at that time and explain, you know, use this. You could coach yourself and say, learn from this. It's what we're trying to get now, a perspective now, so that we can learn and we can grow even more in these days that we're in, in this crisis that we're in. And so that's why we're tackling this series called Opportunity Knocks. What if the time that we're in right now is a silent opportunity? What if there are hidden opportunities in the midst of all that we're going through, the sacrifices we're making? What if there are hidden treasures here? And how can we decode that? How can we unlock the opportunities that might be here right now? It means that we develop agility and resilience and grit. But first, I've got a question for you. And I encourage you, uh, right on Facebook or whatever media you're using right now, we'd love to hear from you the answer to this question. It's, I think, a good one. Do you think this crisis is bringing out the best in us? Or do you think it's bringing out the worst in us? Or maybe you think it's bringing about both. So think about how we're treating one another. I think there's some positives there. I think, you know, people are treating each other well, but... uh, you know, I wonder if in a lot of households, like my household, that uh, sometimes you've got to be referee for all of the conflicts that are going on. So maybe we're treating each other better. Maybe we're treating each other worse. Uh, what about our mental health? I think that's been a real strain. Do you think this crisis is bringing out the worst in that? Uh, what about people who help and people in need and how we respond to that? We see stories all the time, and I, I hope to tap into some of those In the midst of this series. But really, I think now many people have this feeling of helplessness these days. This helpless feeling. And and that can happen because whenever our security is threatened, that it feels like we got to circle the wagon sometimes. But what we're saying in the midst of this series, Opportunity Knocks, is that maybe this time is an opportunity. And we can do something more than just survive. I like what the author Tom Peters said about this. He said, if a window of opportunity appears, don't pull down the shade. And I think that that sounds wise, you know, when we kind of hold ourselves up in uh, in our houses these days. I think that's an excellent image that, you know, we're not just trying to lock ourselves away from this reality, but we're trying to face it and look for opportunities in it. So in this series we're going to say, you're not helpless. There's opportunity as we come out on the other side of this crisis. And in this series, we're going to profile stories of resilience. People who are able to make sense of their struggles and find opportunity even in the midst of their turbulence. Like Joseph, uh, you know Joseph and all of his dreams in the Old Testament. He had a dream that I think speaks well of how we're going to learn to be ready for future crises. I think about in the book of Acts, Paul, where he had a, a an encounter in the midst of a time where he was in jail, and we're going to look at that and see how did he make the best of it there? How did he rise from crisis to find opportunity? And then also. Uh, in one of my favorite stories in the Bible, uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the book of Daniel, how they were ready for their crisis, which was a time of testing in literally a fiery furnace. The passage I want to focus on today is found in the book of Ephesians chapter 5, verses 15 to 16. And it speaks so directly to what we want to talk about today. I want to read it for you. If you have your Bibles, uh, follow along because we're going to, We should look at some verses before that and after it as well. Uh, But in Ephesians chapter 5, verses 15 to 16, here is what it says. It says, so be careful how you live. Don't live like fools, but like those who are wise. Make the most of every opportunity in these evil days. Now, the first point that I want to make out of this is this. Uh, What this What the Bible is telling us to do is that it's time, whenever crisis happens, it's time to wake up to some hard realities. Now, before crisis comes, we can get, you can get lulled into a routine. Does it ever feel like that? It's kind of like when you're used to calm water, a storm is totally devastating. It's like, um, and when a crisis comes, there's a sense in which the lights go on. And before we were living in the dark, doesn't it feel like that? And in fact, that's what it says a little earlier on before the passage we read. It it, it says that it's like we're sleeping. It says, awake, O sleeper. And I think for a lot of us that this crisis has kind of turned the lights on and has woken us from our sleep. You know, we thought normal was calm. But now we're finding that normal is something way different. We need to wake up because the days are hard. Uh, the, the word that's used in verse 16 is that they're evil, desperate times. They have a way of waking you up. They, they help you to remember that, well, it's true, that we're vulnerable, that we're fragile. And more than that, though, I want to dig just a little bit deeper. And, uh, and, and I want to tell you that crises have a way of exposing that there is evil in the world. There's evil in the world. If you look back in Ephesians chapter 2, you'll see there, there are characters that are introduced to the story. They're called the powers, okay? The powers. The powers are influences in our world. They're power structures. They're forces that are working, that are working against uh, God's peace and God's good in the world. And I think that maybe we've seen a taste of that these days, haven't we? What are the powers? The powers are greed. I think that, that in other crises, financial crises, we see the power of greed is really a power that, that hurts us all. A second power would be uh, something like uh, injustice or inequity right? Or, or maybe even racism. We saw that very much at the beginning of this crisis. It exposes, crisis times expose that the powers are at work, and it kind of wakes us up to what's going on in the world. I think we've seen it just even recently. I, I know this has broken my heart. It's, it's, it's aroused uh, 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 like a, a little bit of a, a, a disturbance in me, more than a little, What's happening in some nursing homes, n- not here, thankfully, in PEI that we know of, but around the country. And doesn't it seem unfair? Doesn't it seem like evil that people wouldn't be taken care of because of what's, what's happened? Or we've seen that, that some people uh, have more and some people have less. Or again, we've seen racism even in the midst of this crisis. Crisis exposes the way that you're living the way we're all living together and the choices that we're making and our relationship with God and, 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 and what we're looking forward to and what we really care about. So I want to encourage you right now, as you, I think in these days you're being woken up, is to stand up for injustice. Do that. That's part of waking up. When you see injustice happening, stand up for it. And then also, this is an opportunity to get right with God. To realize that there are things that are wrong in this world, that we're all part of the problem, and that we're really hopeless and vulnerable and helpless without God. So reach out to God. Get right with Him. Wake up to those dark realities. But at the same time, wake up to opportunity. Uh, In verse 15, one of the translations, it, it talks about be careful. But one of the ways you can translate that is to pay attention In other words, come to pay attention to live with wisdom and make wise choices. God's wisdom these days is what you need. You're hearing a lot of opinions out there. You're hearing a lot of information, but what you really need is God's wisdom. It's what it says here. It says, don't live like fools, but like those who are wise. And what that means is this, that now this crisis has your attention. What are you going to learn? Let me say that again. This crisis, I'm sure for 100% of you, it's got your attention. So what now are you going to learn? Uh, old writer Shakespeare, he has a play, um, Ju- Julie Caesar. And, and in part of that play, he uses the image of a flood. And I think that there's, there's some wisdom hidden in, in this. Basically, he's saying That a flood is like a crisis, right? So this is a crisis time. And and you're just trying to stay afloat. You're just trying to wait until the flood subsides subsides, so you can sort of get back to normal again. But Shakespeare said, what if? What if in the flood there's a tide? And what if that just going back to normal, waiting for the floodwaters to subside, what's going to happen is you're going to be right where you were before. And I think we all need to take a, a long and hard look at that even though we, we, were, we had moments of happiness and things were going okay, but maybe there's something to learn in this crisis. Maybe there's a tide that you don't want to fight against, but you want to let it take you to the place that you need to be. So in other words, think about it. When, when a crisis like this one comes, if you fight against learning the lessons that we need to learn from it and just stay where we are, and wait it out, wait for things to go back to normal, you don't get to be and and go to that new better place. You just end up being where you were before. So think about that. Wake up to opportunities. And and I think that that's where uh, this verse that really strikes a chord in my heart uh, that I want to go to now. Because it says in verse 16, make the most of every opportunity. Now, there are other ways of putting it. Uh, One translation says, take advantage of this opportunity. Another passage talks about redeem the time that you have. All these ideas are the same. And that last one I want to focus in on for a moment, it literally talks about purchasing time. Now, I I wish we could do that, right? You know, there's some of you wishing, oh, I could just, if I could just trade all of my pension." for more time. You can't do that, can you? So how is it that you can buy back the time, like it says in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 16? Well, the first thing I would say is time, just like finances, is a resource. And it usually means that you've got to give up something that you thought was important, maybe your finances, And trade it and sacrifice it so that you can focus on something that you now know is more important. So think about that during this crisis. That the things you thought were important, you trade them for the things that you're learning now are more important. We're going to learn about that through this series. For example, let me give you a couple of examples. What if? What if instead of all that you saw around you was that everybody's in a time of need, that you saw this as an opportunity to help. Makes sense to me. Uh, What if instead of looking at this as a time of financial turmoil, you looked at it as an opportunity for more fiscal responsibility and more generosity? What if instead of it being a time of fear, you looked at it as an opportunity for renewed confidence and trust? Years ago, May, May, uh, always holds just a little bit of a special place in my heart that month uh, because it was then, 18 years ago, that I became sick. Uh, like, uh, like it said, that old phrase, a sickness unto death. And many of you were with me during that time. And uh, that was a crisis time in my life, in my family's life, and I, I know even in this church's life. But what I found that coming through on the other side, it was an opportunity for me to learn how brief life is, how to make the most of the opportunities that I had going forward. And I truly can say to this day that even after the lasting effects of it, I'm grateful. I'm grateful. I learned through that time. I have a different perspective coming out of it. Because you know what? God is into redeeming situations. He's with us through it, but he's into redeeming them. And so... I want to challenge you, don't settle for back to normal. Because there's going to be a time when this is over. There's going to be a time when you know jobs are restored. We don't know what that'll look like, but there'll be a normal. And it, chances are it could look like, given enough time, the normal that we had before. But don't just settle for that returning to normal. Say to yourself, no, 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 I'm going to learn. I'm going to grow. I'm going to make changes here. So I'm not the same person coming out on the other side. And and that might mean just radiating God's blessings to other people. It might mean appreciating in a new way the blessings that you have even right now in the midst of hard times. Back to normal? No. You can learn to grow. You can learn to change. You can learn to make the most of those opportunities. Join me. Let's pray. God, thank you, thank you, thank you that you're a God who helps us to see beyond uh, right now to the future. Lord, you're the God who doesn't look at shaded windows and closed doors. Lord, you're a God who opens doors and opens windows of opportunity. Lord, would you please do that now for every single one of those who are listening today? God, I pray you'd help them to see, especially as this series goes on, as we invite our friends to join us, and as we grow ourselves. Lord, what is it that you want us to learn? God, we're listening. Please speak, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.